So what I had to do was like face verify with Google. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to Linux Weekly Daily Wednesdays, where we sit back, relax, take that midweek break, talk about some of the fun things going on in the world of Linux and open source, anything, any, anything else that just catches our eyes. I'm Vin, that's Jill, mm-hmm. and we were just having a little bit of fun in the pre-show. Stick yeah. around, we'll do that. Uh, if you get a chance, check us out live. We're on Twitch, usually on YouTube. Wherever I just happened, I didn't feel like setting up the YouTube thing. We had to talk about that at the beginning of the stream. I'm like, man, yeah. <laughs> YouTube, you got to simplify that. Like, Just click that button, get that barrier of friction down just a little bit. Plenty of stuff to talk about this week. But, Jill, what have you been up to? You were talking about in the pre-show uh, fixing a sink, right? Yeah, or we vanity. have to have... Yeah, we had to have a new vanity put in because we had had a leak and it made things not so cool. A bit of mildew and maybe a little bit of mold started growing and we had to take care of it pretty quickly. But the sink itself was was beautiful. And the leak, you'd never believe this, Van. The leak had nothing to do with the pipes. It was the faucet that... was leaking that de- out of spite. It was the faucet that, that had deteriorated and oh. water had gotten under there. And like, it just kind of dripped under there and eaten away at Yeah. It. Yeah. So that's why we didn't notice it for so long because it, it didn't like hard ghost. to make any noise. It really does sound like ghost. Yeah. So we got that fixed and we got lots of little things fixed. We got the toilet fixed as well. And we have other bathrooms that are going to be worked on soon. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy <laughs> getting stuff done. That's always neat. <laughs> It's a really bad thing. If you, you know, if you got like a leak or it's always in the back of your mind, yeah. always you're like, it's there leaking the entire time. You know it. So it's good. To have I, that know, I know. I <laughs> know. Yes. CS is wrapped up though. Yeah. So that's been a lot of, a lot of fun. Cause there's a, was a lot of good products this year at CES. Some real new stuff, not evolutionary, but yeah, or revolutionary, but important nonetheless. <laughs> We didn't see any yeah. flying heat sinks with lasers. No. no. <laughs> oh, man. And of course, lots of the usual AI. But there, there was a lot of uh, work done being done on laptops and new designs for laptops that I talked about last week. That was so cool. And lots of new changes in, in computer parts. So mm-hmm. that, was, that was awesome. Like <laughs> for <laughs> having connectors on the back of the motherboard. It's finally going to exist. Both MSI and ASUS are are already starting to to put out uh, cases and motherboards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, we basically have been building the same PC for thirty plus years. Yeah, so exactly. And something a little bit new to play around with. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I look forward to it. What I don't look forward to is that weird transition period. Uh huh. Yeah. Where it's going to be like adapter case, you know, because, you know, new power uh, supply, different case and motherboards and compatibility. Then uh, once it gets settled out, it's going to be real fun. But until then, let's not worry about it. But it's always exciting. Yes. To have something always. new to play with. A uh, couple of things I've been playing around with. If you do follow uh, Doctor Who and sci fi, you might know my co host from Saturday, Jordan Swang. We've been doing a sci fi podcast. Uh, Oh boy, probably five or six years. Yeah, absolutely. We're really yeah. bad about promoting it because uh, we're <laughs> not very good at promoting. Imagine there's a connection there. It used to be called Game of Who. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was a Game of Thrones and Doctor Who podcast. Now it's called Wizards and S, the lead. 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> it, it's got a great little mascot and all that. Uh, but but it, it's over, not overproduced, but uh, it's well produced. You know, it's something me and Jordan stick together and we put it up for patrons. Uh, I'll probably put the back catalog someplace where I don't have to host it, like Spotify or, you know, whoever I can mm. upload it to. But yeah, we did a nice. new episode because we wanted to do a recap. Because yeah. neither Jordan and I were terribly excited about Doctor Who returning. You know, you know, Jody uh, started, we watched like the first two series of like Jody mm-hmm. as the Doctor. And I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. And then we just kind of fell off. But yeah. we weren't alone. A lot of people fell off. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was really rough because Jody got hit with the same thing uh, Capaldi did. Just really bad writing. Like yeah, it wasn't exactly. interesting. And um, we were curious, like how, how neither of us thought we were ever going to be going back and like watching a Doctor Who podcast. And because uh, like previously we did a, uh, what was a uh, Rings of Power and something else was our last series. Uh, it's usually like two shows stacked together. But anyway, we both saw that trailer with David Tennant in it and we're like, okay, now we got to go find it. So what's our recap yes. of the three specials and uh, the first episode with our new Doctor? that we're both kind of excited about and it's discussion on like, how do we get to this point? Do we think we're going to keep watching? What's it going to take to keep us interesting, interested? And I'll probably have that out mm-hmm. for patrons. Um, now I was going to say Tuesday, I'm like it's Wednesday and can't lie anymore. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> you believe me when I said that on Saturday, m- maybe by Friday, I just got to sit down and uh, edit it and get it packaged up and pushed out. But that's not the only thing I've been working on. Um, YouTube has gotten, hard i set up a mm-hmm. new youtube channel everybody behold Beautiful. interfacing linux it is uh i spent literal I, I spent longer getting everything authorized jill bryant than i did oh. setting up it's got a whopping <laughs> one video behold yet again mm-hmm. uh something this is just like i just had to put a video up on it oh if you don't know interfacing linux is going to be covering um content creation all the stuff that you need for that you know audio video capture cards video cards audio interfaces mm-hmm. everything that you might need to plug into a linux powered system and how that's going to work i was really surprised because i put this in video the first video i did we'll be talking about that in a minute up last night just again just just to have something up there and uh yesterday it got four views jill oh i was happy yeah. i was like awesome <laughs> Apparently oh, you'll was, get a lot more real soon. <laughs> That's going to take off. It was posted somewhere. And um, between, between getting up and running and coming back home, it went from like four to 137. But this isn't supposed to be a uh, popular video because most people, what I wanted to, I'll get into why I made the video, but there it is. Uh, can I post a link to it? How do we post a link to our YouTube channel? <laughs> huh? Uh, well, uh, you mean in Discord or... <laughs> Oh, you know how to do that. <laughs> That's like the squirrely name. I think it's uh, at oh, interfacing Oh, yeah, Linux. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I have a legacy. Like Linux Gamecast <laughs> is old school. It's just Ford's, YouTube forward slash Linux Gamecast. Yeah, know? but the, you have you a You got to work up to this stuff. And that's what I wanted to mm-hmm. touch on because I, the last time I set up a um, YouTube channel was 13 years ago. Yeah, things yeah. have changed. You just logged in, you did your thing, and you're like, "Hey, here's your YouTube channel." You couldn't do much with it back then. Yeah, I know there's a share icon on the the, the front page somewhere <laughs> where you can I've share. Posted it. Oh, okay. There you um, go. Moving on with that, but 
I was like, okay, oh, yeah, man. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I got, I got all that set up. I'm like, I'll make a new YouTube channel. Let's go. And I clicked on it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I was like, let's just create a new Gmail account. And Google's like, give me your phone number. I'm like, all right, you know, my Gmail number is like, uh-huh. No, I said your phone number. I'm like, man, I don't even know my phone number, Google. Get out of here with that nonsense. So I just set it up on one of my brand accounts for uh, Linux Gamecast. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember the psychotic episode of Google Plus giving everyone a YouTube account. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. All of your Gmail, every Gmail account you had ended up with like YouTube accounts. And they eventually, after they started winding down Google Plus, gave you a way to consolidate it. So I have a just a fistful of YouTube accounts that I can just turn into anything. So I turned to one of those and interfacing Linux and I, I get everything uploaded and I'm like, all right, we're good, whatever. I'll get that published. So then, then I went to post a link, you know, like here's the link to the written guide. And it's like, wait a minute. I'm like, oh, what? What? Google's like, we got to verify, make sure you're real, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought we've already established harder now. <laughs> we, we've established that, Google. And Google's like, nah, man, I don't, I don't trust you. I'm like, oh, oh okay. This, this, this account's like, the core account is from like 2002. So, uh, okay. What, what do you want me to do? It's like, send me some identification. And I was going to do it like I did with um, hmm. PayPal. Because I have a PayPal business account that I've had since the early, early 2000s and just like whatever get, and they're like, we need to verify. I hooked them up. I gave them all my, I gave them all three of my passports. I'm like, let's go. Um, and I was like, I don't feel like doing that. So what I had to do was like face verify with Google. Oh. I had to mm-hmm. click a link on my mobile and I had to do a dance with my mobile is like look at it <laughs> look I, I did it in here because i just grabbed the tablet that was right over yeah. here and i'm like boop and i held it up linus got me in trouble jill oh because i said there's somebody behind you you got to be the only person in the picture oh okay. i'm like oh come on man and so I over here where linus wasn't over face my detection <laughs> and it's like turn to the left and i'm like all right look straight i'm like done it's like you look straight too quick i'm like come on man so i had to like two or three times and we finally got it i had to wait a couple hours then it got verified so wow interfacing (laughs) linux i put my face in it (laughs) yeah you did that's for sure (laughs) click on it there'll be a link in the uh podcast show type you know down in the descriptions wherever you're listening to this go check it out subscribe to it if you want it's like i said it's going to be all the stuff that's not gaming related yeah. And uh, <laughs> also got some mail. Yay, good. Over on the forums, uh, I'm, this is going to be an ongoing thread that uh, two things that I picked up showed up in the mail because I'm trying to get something. And uh, I got a Fire Studio mobile. This is all going to include pipe wire in 2024 on top of everything else. Then I got whatever this is. Oh, neat. That looks which cool. is a, a Tascam, whatever that is. It's got a wheel <laughs> on it. It's got some buttons. It's also an audio interface. Huh. And uh, I have no idea. It just showed up. I think I paid like 99p for it. Oh, yeah, stay tuned. Huh. Also, uh, I think tomorrow or Friday, I got more stuff coming in too, man. That's I got, cool, I got, I got like a vintage thing. I got a new ca- USB capture card that I'm excited about. I'm going to be very excited to show everybody about. Uh, we're going to test. Uh, how Linuxy compatibility it is. Uh, that'll be fun. Interfacinglinux.com. And don't worry, kids. I'm going to plug that site again before this show's over. Saved you the comment. Now, yeah. Joe, <laughs> let's talk about something that did show up at CES, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a piece of, there was a piece of hardware 
demonstrated at the Micron booth that can make laptops more easily upgraded once again. And this isn't some, you know, high in the sky uh, future thinking of tech. It's, it's already here. So Micron showed off their new crucial branded LP CAM2 memory modules. The CAM2 or compressed attached memory module has recently been finalized by Samsung in September of 2023. So several vendors have created and showcased them. And what's cool is the compression attached memory module doesn't insert into a standard so dim slot like a traditional RAM in a laptop. According to Andrew Cunningham over at Ars Technica, he says it lies flat against the board where metal contacts on the board and the cam module can make contact with one another. So we can still have our thin and light and upgrade it. Oh, no, you have to buy a framework to do all the things. <laughs> framework laptop. <laughs> Maybe we'll see but, this in frameworks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and companies like frameworks because, yeah. like I said, optimism, your Dells, your HPs and all that. Yeah. <laughs> they want to solder it on. They, you know, they, they, they want to do what they've been doing for 20 years, follow Apple. All right. Out with the new, in with the old, Team Green. Yeah. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Don't we? <laughs> yes, Man, we Linux, do. <laughs> Linux and NVIDIA users, we can't. Oh, boy. And they're right, Linus. Yeah, Linus loves it, too. He just, he's got people. <laughs> yes. He, <laughs> he certainly shows his, uh, uh, shall I say, his expression towards it. <laughs> oh, here is me with my collection of NVIDIA cards. That yes. I, that I have for my opening shot and that's not all of them that's just the ones that were in the tech closet here in the studio like going all yeah. the way back to the geo geoforce series where you had good box art mm -hmm. and uh i decided to like sit down and make a guide this all started because a common question now i did this kind of in the theme of the choose your own adventure game as you might see you're going to die in nvidia <laughs> geoforce adventure because um, it is a bit of a kaleidoscope of nightmares for the average user. But mm -hmm. this, you know, 22 years ago, I bought my first NVIDIA GPU. I had to like look it up and, you know, I counted the rings and the boxes. <laughs> and before that, I was rocking the 3DFX, going all the way back to that original Voodoo 1. Voodoo. Why? Because that 3DFX had proper desktop Linux support. And I was accustomed to having a fully functional desktop with hardware acceleration back in the 90s, man. And well, we all know 3DFX went under and the only option really was like ATI and that kind of continued to be an absolute dumpster fire uh, all the way up and even after AMD bought them for quite some time. Now, unfortunately, that meant that I just had to work with NVIDIA and, you know, in 2024, NVIDIA still has solid Linux support, but only if you know your way around the driver stack. And I didn't realize just how much of a curveball it would throw. A new user until I started writing this guide out, which I just started originally to write for how to get it up and running with a real-time kernel, because that's a question I've been getting for a lot, long, long time. And uh, so I started making this guide, and you know, I decided to just expand it into you know, a serious choose-your-own-adventure game featuring CUDA and apt. So we got installing, uninstalling, upgrading. It's all here, and it even has a step zero. It has a step zero <laughs> that at the end of the video, it reminds you, I'm just kind of scrolling through the page here. We'll get plenty of screenshots, kind of walk you through it. There it is. 
proof that you can run the proprietary NVIDIA latest drivers with a full RT kernel if you dare so choose. But step zero is right here at the top. Right here at the top. Skip it at your own peril if you're running <laughs> Debian, because you will. And at the end of the video, it tells you, did you hose your system? Go back and do step zero. Now, why is this important? Oh, and I got a couple of common scenarios that you might run into. You got a fresh Debian install. Let's just use that. Maybe you need to upgrade CUDA. Maybe you just, you're running Debian stable and you want to upgrade the NVIDIA drivers. Oh, there's no PPA. Let's install it with run file. It's pretty simple. Or maybe, you know, you want to just upgrade CUDA. Oh, okay. Turns out NVIDIA's got its own repo for Debian. You can add it and how to upgrade that. And more importantly, how to uninstall everything properly. Because this is not Windows. You will jack your system up. Now, yeah. the goal here, why I wanted to write all this out, is just to have it there. Because what is the, I call it Windows-like behavior. Oh, I broke a thing. What do I do? Nuke and pave. Mm-hmm. Oh, this isn't working. How do I fix that? Uninstall, reinstall. No, no, no. Don't waste all that time. Don't waste all that time. Now, if you've messed up your NVIDIA install, learn how to do this. This is why, like, you know what? Be the change. Let's write it all out. You can walk your way through this and go, oh, okay. You can piece together any common scenario. One of the next videos I'm going to be working on is because we, we talk about wine and Proton and gaming all the time, don't we? Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, Steam Deck, we're playing games on our Linux boxes, and it's a great technology. You can also apply that same technology to run audio plugins under yeah. Linux from Windows. Mm -hmm. I'll show you how to do that. Not quite as simple, but it works really good, and we're using it right now. But the reason I'm bringing up wine, everybody, 9.0 is here. And wow, not just regular wow, 64 wow. It's finally shipping. It's Yay. Cut back on your need for that multi-lib install. We're chipping away at it. Those 32-bit compatibility libs slowly, slowly dying, kicking and screaming the entire time. Now, granted, it's not enabled by default, unfortunately. That's because there's a couple issues still to be worked out. Like, there's no 16-bit support for the seven of you who require that, but I feel you. And there is reduced OpenGL performance. On top of that, though, just to keep things more interesting, Experimental Wayland Driver is shipping with Wine cool. 9.0. And they're really clear to point this out. Hey, this is going to be a work in progress, but it technically functions. It falls into that category of mix with the working, and it still manages to pack a Vulcan bit of support into the package. Yay. Which is also, and they got some other stuff for like ARM sixty four and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, really cool. And it's 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 actually one of the. It, it seems simple, but it's actually really important. Uh, now the new prefix fixes default default to the newer Windows ten, which is really nice. You remember Ven for years and years, Wine was defaulting to Windows ninety eight and then NT four XP <laughs> XP. Yeah, I know. So I was really happy to hear that they've they've uh, come up in the world in, su in support of a, a modern Windows operating system, and also a Direct Show WMV video decoder and NPEG one video decoder filters have been implemented, which is really awesome. So hope I'm I'm hoping that means we'll get a little bit more with your uh, GPU, a little bit more hardware acceleration support with those formats hopefully. And also one of the best changes that shows how much wine has grown, there is now support for 
a dark theming option in the Windows runtime. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we all celebrate that. <laughs> That's cool. But this is a great and huge wine re- release. This is awesome. Oh, this is a, <laughs> a big jockey one. Like dark mode is. Uh, <laughs> I, I've done some hacking around and uh, wine and Windows because uh, one piece of software I occasionally have to crack open is Winbox, which mm. is not what you think it is. It's the application used to control these big chunky microtech routers and switches. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the Windows GUI. <laughs> And I mean, it's old, old school looking GUI. Like if you looked at, if I, if I'd handed that to like Windows 3.11, somebody back in the day, I'm like, yeah, I get this. It's kind of like that, but it's all just like blistering white, you know? <laughs> yes. That, that, that interface would make mayonnaise blush. It is horrible. And I've had to, like, I did some hacking in it to make it dark mode just so I could see it. So I'm, I'm glad to see some options like that if I can flip things yeah, around. Uh, absolutely. Wine has come <laughs> such a long way. I'm next, though, is our on-again, off-again relationship with Raspberry Pi oh, availability. Yeah. Yes. So the good news is the Raspberry Pi 5 is actually available for sale by some U.S. distributors, including Canakit. Uh, yesterday I checked, and Canakit had still quite a few available. And they are, you know, Raspberry Pi is still back-ordered or out of stock from SparkFun, Pie Shop, and at my local micro center in Teston, which has them on and off occasionally. But there's some really great news coming very soon. <laughs> the Raspberry Pi shortages are soon coming to an end. Thank God. So how long have we been talking about this? And uh, there are 70,000 Pi 5s currently being manufactured in a week. And the Raspberry Pi found Limited is planning to manufacture 90,000 Raspberry Pis per week in the, in the near future. And it's estimated around February sometime. And the Raspberry Pi CEO, Eben Upton, promised that they would maintain this manufacturing pace until, he states, Backlogs are fulfilled and the channel approved resellers and, and others is in a good stock position. Wonderful. <laughs> so now everyone will be able to get Raspberry Pis <laughs> 5 soon. It is. Uh, one yeah. thing I, I would have really liked now, I want to make, maybe get a point. I think all of this information, tomshardware.com, came out of Jeff Gerling's video. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I don't see a link to tomshardware.com. Mm-hmm. maybe think about dropping that in there because everybody who read this knows where you got your information tomshardware.com think about that please Go mm-hmm. cite your sources uh <laughs> on the pie thing though yeah uh breaking founder of raspberry Pi informs public he likes money so he's going to make more raspberry pies to sell to you <laughs> yeah <Yes. laughs> uh it's, what i'd really like to see though all jokes aside is some clarification on Okay, you're you're going to make um, how many? How many was it? Uh, starting out with like uh, seventy thousand units, or ran, ramping up to an A. Where's yeah. that allocation going, and what's going to be the split? Because mm-hmm. I'm with Jill. I'm super excited about seventy thousand Raspberry Pi fives. <laughs> super <Yeah>. excited. <laughs> However, I'm slightly less excited if sixty nine thousand nine hundred and twelve of them are going to businesses and companies, yeah. and not to micro center, not, not, not to me in your in hands. hands, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Rub them on me. <laughs> Good news for everybody who's sitting around waiting on one, though, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Beautiful people. Uh, want to give a shout out. If you like what we do, LinuxGameCast.com forward slash support. We got a bunch of different ways you can kick some cash into our face, but we want to give you something back because we're about to go into the after show. That's going to be a little bit extra content each and every week in podcast format. If that's where you're listening, because most of you are, you get access to our show notes, access to our discord stuff. I'm working on behind the scenes bits just to sweeten things up. We got Amazon wish list. We got a store. We got an Amazon storefront. If you're curious about everything in the studio, go click on that link. You can buy it anywhere you want, man, but everything's itemized. <laughs> and of course, a humble affiliate. But this week, I want to thank a returning patron, Juan Haplo. Yay, Haplo. I'm so I happy he's Haplo back. pop back into Discord. Haplo yeah. was like, boom, kick the door in, you know, drop some stuff on the floor. It's like, I'm back, deal with it. And I'm like, that's cool with me, man. Uh, Yay. Also, on the side of Twitch, I want to thank Don, Basil, and Optiplex mm. for Twitch resubs as yes. well. <laughs> but we're running a little bit long. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for episode 408. It's been fun. Yeah. And let's roll now we get to thank all our beautiful patrons, our advisors, our Theron, Omegas, our executive producers, Barbrant, Scottam, Atomic, Mike G, Drummer. <laughs> Chicago kicks people. Super dust out empty. Blasmia. <laughs> our sea monsters. Treggy. Bertanuda. Justin. Hakeem. Our death notes. And Fox Dog. Piper. Dodger. <laughs> and our wonderful chairlings, which now the font has gotten too small and I can't read them. <laughs> we got so many. That's awesome. I can't all read right, them all. Decrease the font size by 1px every week. Every oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> probably i don't do that yeah <laughs> no <laughs> all right everyone we'll see you next week bye everyone love you all and everyone in chat as well on discord and on youtube and on twitch what about uh odyssey you don't love odyssey people Jill? oh yeah, yeah that's a odyssey. shame jill, jill does not love you bye bye <laughs>